0: Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the world of WWE, a WWE podcast. You are tuning into Monday Mania. This is the first episode of Monday Mania. Basically, this Monday Mania show is going to be like a whole refresher course because we are back. Um, We had a week break to deal with some stuff, but we are back and we are better than ever. So first, before we get into anything, I would like to just go over quickly where you can catch our podcast. Not only are we available on Spotify, but we are also available on Breaker, on Google Podcasts. We are also available on Radio Public and Anchor, and I will list some more down in the description bio. So, Carlos, how are you doing? Welcome to Monday Mania. What's
1: up, guys? I'm good. I just just got home from
0: work. Nice, nice. Um, It's good that we're working. Is it snowing where you are right now? Oh, it's supposed to Wednesday. I think so. Yeah, they've been talking about it all over. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. It's raining, though. It's raining all day. It started raining here in Connecticut, but then where I'm at for some reason, it started to snow a little bit. Nothing sticking, but it, it was snowing a bit for sure. Well, I'm glad you're staying safe. Before we dive in, um, we, there was a lot going on last week in WWE. Uh, why don't you give me some important moments or events that you felt made you continue to think about during this week, the start of this week. Okay, so I'll start off with um, Money That rolls. But... And before you go, I am opening up my beverage as you talk. My, okay. my Pepsi, which I... I'm I'm not sponsoring Pepsi. I do like Pepsi. However, Coca-Cola, call me. I will totally sponsor you. Sorry, Carlos. I always like the,
1: the Sunkissed ones. My favorite.
0: Sunkissed. Oh, those are good. Orange soda. Who loves I orange soda? Good. Kel loves orange So, Do you like the grape or orange flavor? Probably um, I mean, orange. I like the orange or pineapple. Ooh, pineapple is good, too. Here in Connecticut, we don't have, like, a lot of variety stuff. Like, it's weird because in some stores, they'll carry some products. and others, they don't. It's really weird. But anyways, now that you all know our favorite sodas, which mine is Coca-Cola, Carlos likes Sunkist, um, you can send us some of that stuff. We'll give you a P.O. box. <laughs> um, kidding. But, Carlos, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were some moments that stood out to you this week?
1: Okay, so there let's start off with Raw. So I have like a few minutes from there, so let me just go with two. Yeah. So um so I feel like the business are like on a roll now. Cedric has been really doing good. You know, it's like they got he got the Shelton, Benjamin couldn't get the win over Kofi, Cedric did. So now it's two weeks in a row that Cedric got a win over over both members of the of the new day. So I feel like they on a roll, they
0: might be winning the rock tag team championship soon. Yes. They've been, they've been going back and forth for a while, right? I'm very excited for TLC because I'm the type of person where a lot of times I don't give people the benefit of the doubt, and like I really wasn't feeling the hurt business. I'm just like, mm-hmm. eh. But I saw their match a couple of weeks ago on Raw. It was the New Day against the Hurt Business, and I was really into it. I was like sitting there, like damn, I'm like they're going on. And I saw Shelton Benjamin, and I was getting flashbacks to when I was a kid. Was actually, nominated
1: slammies It
0: it was really good, man. So I saw that, and um, sometimes I get nervous because sometimes matches don't live up to other ones. But I do think they're going to have a good match. But yes, the Hurt Business is definitely on a roll, and I'm excited to see. They're actually involved in a six-man tag match tonight on a roll, but we'll go over that in a second. So the Hurt Business definitely stood out to you. What else? Um. Also,
1: that, that brawl between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre after Sheamus intentionally broke kicked him, but I definitely saw that coming. I'm like,
0: I'm going to do something already.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm waiting. And then that up they had back then, they their two high heads just beating the crap
0: out of each other. So now you, you have a feeling that the two of them are going to split. Is that is that what you're thinking? <laughs> um yeah, I feel like something's
1: gonna happen. Yeah. All right. I well, you don't
0: know. Things things always change,
1: but I feel like eventually something's gonna happen. Like you, she was gonna get a championship match along the line.
0: You heard it. You heard it here at World of WWE first. So if they turn, Carlos was right. All right. Anything else? Yep. Anything else from Raw, SmackDown, NXT? Anything?
1: Okay. Um. So I just want to throw it out there. Seth is officially a father. Yeah. He's <laughs> officially a father. Like he's a mother. So,
0: daughter, I forgot her name. How do you, how do you say it? Rook, I say think things? it's Rue. That's how you pronounce yeah, it, Rue. With the, with the X up. I
1: Maybe it's an X, I don't know.
0: But congratulations to both of them. Yeah, uh, I was excited. I thought Becky looked amazing pregnant, and I think she is just, you know, amazing. Athlete. Come back soon.
1: Well,
0: I can't maybe wait. A few months, you know? I feel like, speaking of that, this is going to be random, but, like, sitting here, like, I know this sounds corny. But like I kind of miss Charlotte Flair, and I kind of miss Becky. Oh my Becky. god! I've been waiting every week like, like, she, like she needs to
1: come back and talk tonight. Jack. she's in getting really good shape too. I saw s- her on Instagram.
0: Yep, I saw she posted a picture like where it was like her walking out, and it says something like "I miss you" or like something. And I'm just like, we miss you too. Come back. I know. <laughs> but yeah,
1: I she's so good.
0: But yeah, definitely. Congratulations to Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins for giving birth to their healthy baby girl, Rue. Awesome! Very exciting. December baby. So, and then I do want to talk about something from SmackDown. So,
1: first of all, I really hate Carmella. She's really a fucked up person for what she did. Yeah. <laughs> she did she, you? She smashed a glass bottle over Sasha Banks' spine. She you knows. she has a back issues. You know, uh huh. Yeah, back. She's like back then, but like, that
0: was that was insane. Carmella is definitely trying to take back that WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. I will say, did you get a chance to see her entrance?
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I yeah, I saw that. It. It's just like it's like a shadow, and then when the curtains open, it's
0: like. It's like yeah. I was saying to myself, "I'm like, are we going to see something that we haven't seen in a long time in WWE?" She to like, be on Broadway or something. I heard. Well, she could come and brought her way over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What are they
1: doing with Bailey? It's like they they watered her down so much. Like would like the SmackDown Women's for a
0: long ass time, and now and yeah,
1: she's like they, they barely even
0: talk about her. I, I yeah, I know. I think she's feuding with Bianca Belair right now. It seems kind of yeah, yeah. But yeah, Bailey. Bailey always like when it comes to the four horsewomen of WWE, she kind of always gets like last on the list. But I will tell I you, I thought man,
1: it was Becky Lynch honestly. Really. Yeah. You know, at when, first, like, I felt first that like, way. I think she was like the underrated
0: one. Yeah. At first, Becky was the last, but like now it looks like Bailey has become that. But I will it's like say. Like Sasha
1: and Charlotte are like fighting for the top right now. But yeah. Like Charlotte's not there right now, so it's Sasha holding it
0: down. Yeah. They like and they like go back and forth. But I will say with Bailey, when I was at Money in the Bank 2019 and Charlotte. And Lacey, I think, were, like, attacking Becky. And oof, the whole crowd, dude, was, like, Bailey, we want Bailey. Like we, like, we were losing our... Like, I was going get... Like, funny story is, like, I have a friend. um, I won't say the name. Well, I'll say the name because it has to do with the story. Her name is Robin, right? And she goes to, like, all the Wrestlemania. She goes to, like, every event there was... And at one point, I knew that she was at the show. And when Lacey and Charlotte are attacking Bailey, I'm going, Robin, get in there. Do something. <laughs> and like, oh get in there, Robin, help her. And then Bailey came out and the whole place, like, like I have... This was a Money in the Bank match? Yeah, this was Money in the Bank 2019. So this was after she won the briefcase. And then Becky had defeated Lacey to retain the Raw Women's Title, and oh, then this was after. Okay. after, yeah. And then Charlotte came out right after Becky's match with Lacey, and was fighting for the SmackDown title. Charlotte beat her, and then after the match, Bailey came in and beat Charlotte and won the title. So it was a special moment for sure because I remember leaving. I that, she yeah. I like her better, like, okay, I go back and forth, because here's my problem with Bailey, and we're on a tangent, and we'll wrap it up in a second, but, like, my thing with Bailey is that I go back and forth with her, because when she's good, I'm like, man, I wish she was bad, and then when she's bad, I'm like, man, I wish she was good, like, I, there's no sort of, like, because her character for so long has been this lovable, easygoing, like, it's hard to see her transition, whereas someone like Alexa Bliss, who has already been bad and good, you can you can see the difference. Whereas Bailey, for over like seven years in WWE, she's always been good, so it, it's a little hard. But you know I, that happens, and eventually over time you get used to it. But I'm still not used to Bailey. All right, so yeah, so. Sasha Banks, Carmella, definitely exciting TLC. That's gonna be well wait. So here's my question. I'm sorry. How did the match on SmackDown end? Because I'm not gonna lie, I didn't get a chance to finish it. Did, did Sasha beat Carmella?
1: So basically what happened was um so I'm gonna start like with how I first saw the match first came about. So um so it was like it was supposed to be a contract signing, Sasha was like Sasha based on the wasn't yeah. the thing the and then Carmella shows up on the screen. She has it in her hands, already signed. But she said, like, "I do things that I want." And then and then Sasha challenged her for like the match to me. So then it happens. It was a freaking good match. Carmela's got so good in the ring though. Her ring skills got really good. But um, what happened was uh, Carmela slapped slapped Sasha Banks in the face, and Sasha Banks just punched her in the face while in the corner. And then the referee was telling her stop. She kept going, and then she got disqualified. So Sasha. Uh, retained
0: the championship, but Carmella won, so mm-hmm. Carmella got pissed off because she, because she didn't want she wanted to win the championship. But it was great, so that's when she like um, took the ice on her and then like smashed the bottle over back
1: and stuff. Uh so it wasn't it was like a DQ type thing. It wasn't like anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. And then she has some this, um, this what do you what do
0: you call it? A chambre or something? <laughs> some guy that. Oh uh, um, yeah, like yes, that was so strange.
1: So, he kept on running in the ring, running out. Sasha so kept on trying to chase him. <laughs> oh, God. So she got
0: him good one time. She punched him straight in the mouth. <laughs> so, then she got him in a bank statement. Um, I always hate how Carmella has a guy with her, too. Uh-huh. She can do it on her own, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Can he can't even put
1: his hands on her, I they're
0: both girls. Yeah, exactly. It's a, um... It's, he's
1: probably just definitely for a
0: distraction. Oh yeah, he's definitely, and he's gonna keep doing that because that's sort of like where his role edge 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 is. I don't know what I'm talking about, people. I'm all out of it, I guess. Um, but yeah, so those are the important moments that continue to have us talking for last week. Now. I'm going to give you guys a match. This is called Match Spotlight. And basically, this is a match that I recommend you watching. And this comes to you from. Let me get the date here. Don't mind me. I'm looking up the date to make sure that you are able to check it out. Okay, the date is SmackDown. May 24th, well, sorry, the date isn't SmackDown. The date is May 24th, 2001, and it's SmackDown, and it's TLC3. And it's Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho taking on the team of the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudley Boys. So it's the third TLC match, uh, SmackDown, May 24th, 2001. Check that out. Because the Superstar Spotlight, the Superstar that we are going to go over, has been involved in many, many tables, ladders, and chairs matches. And to celebrate tables, ladders, and chairs this weekend, our Superstar Spotlight today is going to be on the Radar Superstar Edge. And basically, Superstar Spotlight goes over their important moments, matches, and why we really like them. So here are some facts about Edge. So Edge debuted in WWE way back in 1998. He premiered in May of 1998 and eventually teamed up for his first pay-per-view, SummerSlam 1998, teaming up with Sable, taking on Mark Mero and Jacqueline. He even faced Owen Hart at Breakdown in Your ha- in your House that year in 1998. Finally, at the end of 1998, Gangrel, Christian, and Edge formed The Brood, which is basically a group who were basically vampires, and they would, at the end of every match, pour blood down on all their opponents. So later, The Brood was abducted and converted into The Undertaker's Ministry of Darkness, which was a group that represented and sort of worshipped The Undertaker. Then Edge went on his own and won the Intercontinental Championship on July 24, 1995, 1999, excuse me, in Toronto, defeating Jeff Jarrett. He loses the title the next night at Fully Loaded. Then he... Challenges for the tag titles with Edge and Christian. They take on the New Age Outlaws at Unforgiven 1999, but they lose. Then there's the whole entire rivalry with the Hardy Boys, which came to a head at No Mercy 1999 in October. There was a ladder match for $100,000 in the managerial services of Terry. However, the Hardy Boys won that match. Then we move on to 2000, where on April 2nd, WrestleMania 2000, Edge and Christian defended the the Well, they won the WWF Tag Team Championships, defeating the champions, the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys, in a Triangle Ladder Match, which everyone still talks about to this day. Edge and Christian won the titles six times. They also did a five-second pose, where they would pose in the ring for five seconds. And they would say for the benefit of those of Flash Photography. Um, They they also competed in the first TLC match at SummerSlam 2000, winning the match, defeating the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys. Then they went on to WrestleMania 17 in 2001 and also won the TLC match there. And we're going to move on to 2001. Edge and Christian have a huge rivalry. The two brothers come to head at No Mercy and Unforgiven in 2001, culminating in a ladder match at No Mercy. Also, Edge and Rey Mysterio become the first-ever WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, winning the titles in a two-out-of-three-falls match on November 7, 2002 on SmackDown. Um, after that, Edge suffered a neck injury in February 2003, Rendering him unable to compete, and he was written off television. He came back in March 2002 and had a rivalry. I'm sorry, in March 2004 and have a rival and had a rivalry with Kane, ultimately defeating him at Backlash. Then he ended up winning the Intercontinental title again at Vengeance in 2004, defeating Randy Orton. Finally, towards the end of 2004, he made a heel turn and turned on the H- HBK Shawn Michaels, which led to them to have a match at Royal Rumble. And then we saw Edge win the Money in the Bank contract at WrestleMania 21, and had like a pretty decent 2005. And then we move on to 06, where in January he defeated John Cena for his first ever WWE Championship. And that's when things started to get a little murky. Um, In 2005, Matt Hardy came back and reignited his feud with Edge over Edge's relationship with Lita, where in real life, Edge... I mean, I'm sorry, Lita cheated on Matt Hardy with Edge. Then we saw Edge and John Cena fight at Unforgiven 2006 in the first ever singles TLC match. After that, Edge joined on and fought... Tr- uh, Mick Foley at WrestleMania 22, and even headline ECW One Night Stand. Moving in 2007, he had a relationship with Randy Orton, and they formed the team Rated RKO. He ended up winning the World Championship again in 2007 and had a huge rivalry with The Undertaker in 2008, leading up to their Hell in a Cell match at SummerSlam then we saw Edge compete again until 2011 when unfortunately after WrestleMania he defeated Alberto Del Rio however he had basically he felt he had a neck injury and a cervical vertebral fusion which is the vertebrae problem and he felt numbness in his arms and basically um he was informed that he cannot compete again So after that, Edge retired from the business until he was given the um, Hall of Fame induction in 2012, and then this year, closing it all up, bringing it back, Edge returned at the Royal Rumble on January 26, 2020, and he competed for the first time after his nine-year retirement. Then he was attacked by his former teammate Randy Orton, leading to a match at WrestleMania 36, a last man standing match. And Edge defeated Randy Orton in that match. And finally, they competed at Backlash, where it was considered the greatest wrestling match ever. However, Edge lost, and Edge suffered a torn tricep, and that the injury injury would sideline him from four to eight months. So there you have the career of the Radar Superstar Edge. Numerous world champion holder, numerous times WWE champion, a tag team champion, intercontinental champion. So many titles. Carlos, what are your thoughts on Edge and his career? He had a really great career. I, I didn't really follow most of it.
1: And I started watching like 2008, and I didn't really like, see much of it. And I remember his great We just uh, the Undertaker, the big show, but my
0: favorite, my favorite matchup is the Triple Crash Oxina. Yeah. Wait, no. That was, his entrance was just fire, and
1: then like uh, the moment Edge picked them both up for the AA,
0: that was pretty cool. Yeah that that was a that's a moment that I think of Edge too, the yeah. double AA from 25. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I don't really remember, really remember much of him. I remember some of his wrestlers like Dolph Ziggler. I remember one with El
1: um, Rio. Good one from the too.
0: Yeah, yeah, they had Edge is if not my favorite, one of and like he's definitely my top six or top five favorite wrestlers. So when he came back I like totally shit my pants for sure. Uh but yeah, definitely now that you know a bit about Edge, definitely check out TLC from SmackDown Two thousand and one. I'll put the date in the bio of the um podcast. So now we're gonna move on to Updates for tonight's Raw. So tonight's Raw comes to us. It is December 14th, 2020. Here is what is happening. Already announced, Sheamus will be taking on AJ Styles. Also, the Raw Tag Team Champions The New Day will be teaming with Jeff Hardy to take on The Hurt Business in a six-man tag match. Lana will be getting her hands on one half of the Women's Tag Team Champion Nia Jax. Also, Bray Wyatt will be taking a field trip to Raw with his Firefly Funhouse Puppets. And finally, AJ Styles will be hosting A Nightmare Before TLC with The Miz and John Morrison providing backup. So, three, two, three matches announced. Bray Wyatt will be taking a field trip to Raw. AJ Styles hosting A Nightmare Before TLC. Carlos, what are your thoughts on what has been mentioned so far? pretty excited. I, I can't wait to see, like, what's this whole network report. I know it's going to be hilarious, because John Marshall the hilarious past couple weeks. Yeah, that will be good. I wonder what's going to happen when Nia Jax finally gets to face Lana one-on-one. That will be you know, interesting. Austin's definitely going to be in her corner. So we'll see. What do you think about Lana's push? I, it, it's just, I'm not really a fan. She's still oh, not your no. favorite that's okay listen you know I I go back and forth because my fiance isn't that big of a fan and um I'm not too big of a f- she's, definitely good. She's, she's good She's good. but you know I didn't really like her and what I try to say and um I'm, I'm not even gonna say it because it is trash to even say this however there there is no comparison but the only thing I can say is that when Trish drive started she was just known for her looks. So, I mean, we might see something, but I feel like, to be honest with you, Carlos, if she hasn't tried at this point to work on her in-ring skills, then really there's no point in having her, because she's been in this company for, like, eight years now and hasn't done anything.
1: She's in good shape, though, I think. It's just like, I don't know,
0: she's not really trying. I don't really like it Yeah. She's not putting that much work in, you know? Yeah. What do I I know? What she does on her own time? No, but... But you can tell. You can totally tell, though. um, You know who's improved a lot? Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, definitely, 102,000%. Now, that is someone that I can compare to Trish, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, she's improved a lot. Like,
0: really, really good. Ever since she went to prom and she left uh, Tony DeVille, she got really good. She sure did. So... We have some things to talk about, some business to inform you on. December 24th, new Christmas Eve. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um we are going to be hosting World of WWE our first ever Christmas special. So bring your hot cocoa, put on some Christmas music, Hang your stockings up with care and come hang out with Carlos and myself live at 8 p.m. We are going to be talking about the greatest Christmas moments in WWE history and we are going to be watching them together. So have a cup of hot cocoa or eggnog, sit by the fireplace and join us for our Christmas episode that will be dropping Christmas Eve, which I'm assuming I think Christmas Eve is a uh, Thursday this year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, come with us Christmas Eve, December 24th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That will drop on Spotify and all the other platforms, so that's definitely fun. Carlos, are you excited for that? Oh, my God, yeah. Absolutely good moment
1: to watch.
0: I'm, Christmas I um, I'm excited to see uh, some, and I might I might be able to have a special surprise, so we will see how things play out. So, yes, definitely check us out for that on December 24th, the Christmas Eve special. Hang out with us. Also, I have a new show alert. New show. So, I was born in 1993, which means that I was around for the Attitude Era slash Ruthless Aggression Era. So, I believe I lived in the best of both worlds. However, I am going back in time to the Attitude Era, and I have already started my journey, but I decided why not let everybody listening join in on the fun. So, starting next year, well actually, actually, let me, let me see, let me look at my calendar to see Yeah, I'd say I'd say by maybe dis look it should premiere December 29th. However, if not, it will come out early 2021. And I'm talking about early, like January 2nd, 2021 type early. And basically, we are going to be watching SummerSlam 1998, the highway to hell, Stone Cold Steve Austin taking on The Undertaker, Triple H taking on The Rock in a ladder match, and much more. Definitely check out the Attitude Era. You will definitely know before it hits, when it hits. Also, another surprise. So, World of WWE and WWE podcast is expanding, and we are looking to create more content than ever for all of you fans for tuning in. So. Not only will we be coming out with the Attitude Era, here are some two more content that will be dropped in 2021. We have Beyond the Ring, where a host, that will be figured out who, will be covering everything that is happening in WWE Beyond the Ring, so outside the ring. What superstars are posting on Instagram, uh, what they're tweeting, everything there is to know about each superstar outside of the ring. Also, we have Ladies of the Ring, which is basically a weekly biography show on a female talent in WWE history. So, our first episode that will come out in 2021, I can reveal it, will be on. Well, I'm going to leave that as a surprise. I'm actually going to leave it as a surprise. And you know what I'm going to do? To find out who will be the first female talent that will be discussed on ladies of the ring you're gonna have to go to our youtube channel our special bonus episode and i will tell you on our youtube bonus episode maybe the first three women we are going to cover so make sure you check that out too i'll be putting in the bio and that will be posted so we have a lot of more shows coming out in 2021 that is just a little sneak preview Also, to get us prepared for 2021, you're also going to want to join us on New Year's Eve. Starting at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m., we are going to be counting down the top moments of WWE from matches to memorable moments that we can't stop talking about. We are going to celebrate the new year, we are going to uh, play our music. And at the end of it, we are going to say goodbye to 2020 and hello to 2021. Hopefully 2021 will be a better year um, in general for the world. But we definitely are going to be going over the amazing matches of 2020. There were some great matches this year, so definitely tune in for that. That will be premiering on um, December 31st at 8 p.m. So be on the lookout for all this new stuff. I felt like I talked a lot today, Carlos. <laughs> I feel like I keep going on and on and on and on. I'm like the, the what do they call it, the Energizer Bunny. He keeps going and going and going. So, to save you all from the torture and pain of continuing on to hear this, <laughs> um, I'm going to leave you guys with um, just places where you can find us and where you can listen to us. Carlos, why don't you tell, um, our viewers and fans where they can find you and where they can also find our official podcast Instagram information.
1: Okay. So you can find me at All About WWE 2020 on Instagram. Make sure to give a follow and leave likes. And then, um, you can follow our World of WWE page. It's World of WWE. We post, we post like, little updates on, like, how the podcasts are going, like, little like pre pre um pre
0: pictures and stuff for our reviews and stuff. And then um, you can find us on Spotify, I believe Anchor and what else? So there's yet there's Spotify, there's Anchor, there is Google Podcast. We're also available on um Radio Public, Castbox and Breaker. So we are on a lot of different platforms for sure. Also, one other platform that I just updated um, is the our Facebook group. You can find us on Facebook, World of WWE. We also have a fan page for that. You can share comments, um, leave likes, and we also will post through there too. So there are many, many ways to check us out. Make sure you check Carlos out as well because he is always posting important stuff about WWE and amazing photography. So definitely check that out too. As for now, I am signing off. Thank you for tuning in. Be on the lookout for Monday Night Raw tonight, live at 8 o'clock on the USA Network. And then be on the lookout for Wednesday when we will be dropping our Monday Night Raw recap. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. And you're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. See you soon.